Welcome to another episode of the Hilton Head Island cast, powered by Palmera. You guys, this is another fantastic mini-sode. Mm-hmm. These are quickly becoming my favorites. Today we are joined by Blake White, who is the founding artistic and executive director of the Lean Ensemble. Blake, welcome. Thank you to for the having podcast. me. I'm so excited for you to come in. This is my first podcast. Yes. Well, awesome. I'm Welcome. pretty excited. You always you should remember be. your first. You should be. That's what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> um, so, we, you know, we talk about Hilton Head and stuff to do here, and mm. I hear that maybe you have something to share that people uh, might enjoy. Yeah, about uh, <laughs> Three years ago, I uh, started a company uh, called Lean Ensemble Theater mm-hmm. that's based on the idea that there is uh, there is an audience of theater goers and, and arts lovers here on the island that want more than just the opportunity to come in, see a show, and leave. Right. Okay. So um, what we do at Lean Ensemble is provide, first of all, a bit of programming that's not already offered mm-hmm. here on the island. And there's, you know, there's great live theater all across the low country from the Arts Center to uh, local schools to yep. uh, community theater, Main Street and, and May River. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no one was doing um, basically what is pe- what, what people uh, think of as uh, legit drama. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're trying to find plays that have never been done here before. Nice. Plays that are either straight from New York or Chicago uh-huh. or random new play festival or plays that we find on our own cool. and bring them to Hilton Head, uh, produce them on our own and uh, give people an opportunity to have a conversation about those plays. So what we do is um, we uh, after every performance, we have a talk yeah. back so the audience yeah. can sit down and have a conversation about I the show that they've just that seen That's awesome. if they mm-hmm. want to. And we do that whether we're doing a play uh, like our last two shows. One was a play by David Lindsay Bear called Good People, which is about a woman who is uh, living in the Boston area, working, uh, literally living paycheck to paycheck, hour to hour, and uh, raising a child with special needs, and how she survives the day after she gets fired from her store at the uh, job at the dollar store. And then right after that, we did sort of a classic uh, comedy called The Importance of Being Earnest. Yeah. Yeah. um, Which we've heard great things about. It was outstanding. Yeah, Yeah. our daughter got to go with uh, her English. Class. Oh, um, we did. We uh, so we uh, we uh, when the when the material is appropriate, we also do free student matinees, and we invite awesome. all the schools in the area. There's only 220 seats in the theater, so yeah. uh, sometimes we have to, you know, uh, do a little Tetris as to, to who we can fit <laughs> in. But because Everywhere. it was the end of the school year, there's actually only about 100 to 120 kids that that could come to this this May mm. uh, performance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so all that we're trying to do is provide people an opportunity to come in and do more than just witness. That's cool. Yeah. You know, uh, because with our gadgets and all the things that we carry around with us all the time, we tend right. to get a little lost in the things that are in our hands. And yes. that's not just Rocket's problem. <laughs> right. No, that's it's, it's uh, my everyone problem. That's it's mine. everybody's problem. Absolutely. So we're trying to cultivate an experience that's a little bit more based in, in humanity and, yes. and being able to look people in the eye. And yeah. say, "Hey, what up? What do you think?" Yeah. And oh, some I actually, that. I had a board. We had an executive uh, meeting last night, and I had a board member look at me and say, um, "Do these talkbacks work for you? Because we do them every every yeah. performance." Okay. And I 
think he might have been in a uh, talkback that was frankly boring. Oh Aww. yeah, it's and, like hit or it can be hit or right, miss. Right, yeah. right. It's hit or miss. It's it is what it is. It. Uh, but the thing is, like, if if an audience member wants to engage further, yeah, we provide that opportunity. But right. we're not going to like ram it down your throat. Right, right, right. Sure. And I've been doing it long enough to where I can say. You know what? We're not talking about anything interesting. We don't have to stay here. Let's just <laughs> Time go home. To wrap up. <laughs> and everybody's like, "Thanks, bye." <laughs> you know, right? So, uh, and then sometimes they'll last for thirty to forty minutes. Yeah, right. uh, it depends on what they felt and 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 what that night is and what was in the air and all that yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. I guess that takes a serious skill though to be able to like MC, read the crowd. The well, it thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, it, it, it's it's interesting because I tend to moderate most of them, mm-hmm. and I'm not going. I mean, I'll try and come out with like a conversation starter, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a thing, yes, to say this is what we're this is what we think about this play. But the point of these conversations is not here's what we just did. Yeah, the mm-hmm. point of these conversations is for anybody in the audience to say to us. Here's what I just experienced. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then hopefully a conversation starts beyond oh, that. Yeah. And we did them after the student matinee. And, uh-huh. you know, sometimes the, the questions are very generic. And sometimes you – every show we've ever done, and these are plays because I, I do the programming and then I often – not always, but about a third of the time I'll direct the show. From time to time I'll act in the show. Sometimes mm-hmm. I don't have anything to do but but what they call produce the show, which I think is a dumb word, but whatever. <laughs> um <laughs> And so I've been thinking about these scripts sometimes for as long as two years. Mm -hmm. Right. And I guarantee you every run of every show, somebody says something that I had not thought of Uh in those two years. Oh, right on. So uh, it's very enlightening for us. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and we did a play once called Tribes, and a person raised their hand. They said, let's talk about the fact that the dad's an alcoholic. And the dad in the play does not drink. I think he has a glass of wine, but he kept vanishing. So that Uh to that audience member – said he's, he's he's a closet drinker and he's going he gets some bad news he walks off stage well literally walks off stage he leaves the room mm-hmm. and he takes a shot at something and come ba- comes back and he's more relaxed and I was like I don't know if that's right yeah but it's certainly that's, a way I hadn't thought about right. it yeah. there is no reality only perception exactly <laughs> right. yeah so so we're trying to to do something that is just a little bit uh Different, but if people just want to come in and get some yucks or or yeah. cry a little bit and kiss a little bit of ticket money goodbye, they can absolutely <laughs> do, do that too. You know, there's no, it's not your kid's, you know, athletic banquet. You don't have to stay for the whole thing. Please, less of those. Do you remember that more though? Awesome theater. Uh, yes. We, well, we were having a conversation earlier about elementary school uh, uh, assemblies and things where you you go as a parent and then at the end the principal gets up and speaks for another half hour no no no. Like, no 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 it's time I to go there's a brief amount of time in high school when i ran track and that was the last event of the school year so uh, it was the last part of the athletic uh-huh. banquet so by the time track came around it was like me and my mom and the coach oh, oh brutal. yeah well you know whatever mm-hmm. yeah that's <laughs> so i don't know how i Thanks, landed mom. in theater yeah, no idea <laughs> No. But anyway, that's sort of a, a snapshot of what we do. And we just finished our third season. Awesome. We just announced our fourth season. We're adding a fifth production in the coming season. Great. Uh, we have an ensemble that's around 21 people right now. We don't cast solely out of that ensemble. I try okay. very, very hard to hire regionally. 
Okay. Nice. A lot of people um, think that there's some sort of cachet to hiring out of New York yeah. or Chicago or L.A., and that's great. And we do have ensemble members and guest artists who come from those places. Mm-hmm. Right. But we are trying very hard to um, find actors, find artists that live in this area. Uh-huh. And when I say this area, that's very broad. Yeah. Okay. Hilton Head is very weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Amen. because there's not a lot of um, struggling artists <laughs> that, yes. that, yeah. that live here. So yeah. when I say regionally, I mean, base, I try and think of it like as a statewide level and also right. Savannah, Atlanta and, mm-hmm. and down into Florida. Okay. Uh, because yeah. um, I think that if you don't take care of the artists as best you can that are around you, mm-hmm. because you feel like you can say, this is a New York cast. I lived in New York for six years. I was not a better actor or director then. Mm. I was less employed then. <laughs> I was a better waiter then. That makes a difference. Yeah. So um, we try, but we also sort of go wherever we need to go to find who we need to find. Yeah. Right on. Oh, that's so it's, awesome. it's pretty fun. It's it's what I've wanted to do my whole life. So I'm having a, a time of my that, life. Oh, well, I love awesome. that. Yeah. Yeah. It can be done here in Hilton Head. It can. There's a there's a strong strong uh, support system for a company like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People who what we forget is people of a certain affluency. Yes. Who move here want or from the Northeast or from yeah. the Midwest from wherever they want to be able to say to their friends. You know, you make fun of me for moving to South Carolina, but these are the things that I have, and right. these are the things that I didn't give up. Right. So now I have golf, tennis, beach, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. but I also still have theater. these, this theater, I have this art gallery, right. I have these bits of culture that yeah. you think that I'm not going to have anymore. Right. So they they do an outstanding job. It's of, a weird little melting pot of it is. arts here. And yeah, it is. And, you know, there's, uh, there's a union, there's a... Um, and a professional actors union called Actors Equity Association. There's only two theater companies in the state which have a year-long contract. We hire equity actors for more or less every production, but we're uh-huh. not designated an equity theater. Okay. There's two in the state. One is in Greenville and the other is here. Huh. huh. And this is a small town. Yeah. But yeah. this small town supports the arts to that extent. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, last month we had uh, Jen McEwen on. Oh, she's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that, Jen? Jen McEwen and I are going to see Evita on Tuesday night oh, at exciting. the Art Center. Of Car- She's amazing. She's and, all right. Yeah, and uh, so we were really excited to kind of, you know, talk to her about the way the town has kind of gotten behind to help organize and promote the arts. I mean, the arts in and of itself have, like, been a thing on yeah. Hilton Head for a long, long time. But just this extra concerted effort to to organize and to Yeah, promote. I mean, if you, if, if you take five seconds to do a deep dive into the arts and cultural community of Hilton Head and Bluffton. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, It's kind of astounding what all is here considering we're in a town of what, 38,000 full-time residents? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. On a tiny little island. uh, The the fact that there are as many live theater companies as there are, the fact that, um, you know, Mitchellville is finally getting the attention and the the support that it deserves. Right. And hopefully that will continue and, and grow exponentially. Um, yeah. We're actually going to be partnering with Mitchellville in the next two years to commission a play about awesome. the Mitchellville uh, oh, experience. Cool. That's oh. very, very cool. <clears throat> so we're we're we also try and collaborate with, with local organizations as much as possible. But Jen hiring Jen, the town putting mm-hmm. that effort behind that is, I think, a, a great sign because yeah. it's not like the town needs to create new 
arts right. organizations. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, they're already here. Mm-hmm. Right. We just need to say this is part of who we are. Right. Right. And, um, you know, the uh, the things that Hilton Head is known for are wonderful, but mm-hmm. we yeah. can't we can't survive only on that. Right. I don't right. think. No. Mm. Well, we can be known for more. We can be known for more, because you our, know. Yeah, because we our are way more than golf courses. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Way and more. that's a and and there's you know what's what's not wonderful about that, right? You know, because it doesn't hurt golf right. or tennis or anything right. like that. Right. Wonderful, great things to do with your time. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, play around the golf in the morning and go see a play in the evening. Yeah, it does get dark. Right. <laughs> no matter what you do, right. and we don't have any light here. Right. Yeah, no, you it's can't. so dark here. <laughs> <laughs> we got to protect them turtles. That's right. Mm-hmm. So got to protect me. them turtles. That's <laughs> true. That's a quote right there. Uh-huh. That's the episode title. That's the tweetable moment of this episode. <laughs> oh, we're just getting warmed up. <laughs> nice. So tell me, what shows have you got coming up for your next season, and when does that start? It doesn't start until October. As right. I said, uh, uh, we just closed the last right. season this past Sunday. Today mm-hmm. is May Ninth. So that was May 6th. Okay. So I am on summer vacation. Nice. Just like Rocket. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And <clears throat> um, so you t- you kind of take a little bit of time to recharge. Yes. You take a little bit of time to plan because we're a small company. We're right. entering a uh, – I mean, I have me. I have another full-time employee who's technically still part-time right now, but in the – uh, summer he'll become a full-time employee nice. and we're in the process of hiring a part-time employee so it's just us yeah and the part-time employee is still a bit of an unknown right uh-huh um so it's a lot of long it's days a lot of work for when you it's guys the, when it's do. happening so we and you also have to go out and it's very easy to get stagnant it's very mm-hmm. easy to get bored it's mm-hmm. very easy to not continue to try and push yourself in new ways. Mm-hmm. So I'll spend some time in New York. My wife, Peggy, who is one of our company members, she goes to Michigan and she's actually doing a play that we're going to do here in oh, January. Cool. She's They have a professional uh, wing of, she teaches at Interlochen Arts Academy over the summer. She that, directs yeah. a play. Um, and they have a professional wing and they're doing Doll's House Part 2, which we're doing in January. Yeah. So we all sort of go our different ways and do things to make us feel energized again. Yes. And then we'll come back in October, and we're starting the season with a um, series of love stories based on Kurt Monaghan short stories, called, which are nice. collectively oh. called Who Am I This Time and uh-huh. Other Conundrums of Love. <laughs> um, love it. And that'll be at the Main Street Theater. And then we are doing a play called Bad Dates by a playwright named Teresa Rebeck, which is about a, a woman, uh, a recently divorced um, mother of one dating in New York City while being a, an independent oh, business man. slash restaurant owner. And that's oh, yeah. pretty hilarious. She gets involved with a Russian mob. That's pretty fun. <laughs> <clears throat> and then we're doing Doll's House Part 2, which is, it's the worst description of any play ever. It's a sequel to Doll's House. Yeah. And God... But it is the funniest dang thing you've ever <laughs> read in your life. Lori Metcalf just won a Tony for it uh, a oh, year and yeah. a half ago. Oh. So we'll be doing that. It was a big hit on Broadway back in the 2017 season, I think. Okay. Yeah. And um, then oh. we're doing a world premiere by a Chicago playwright and one of our ensemble members called If You Forget Me. We spent the last year workshopping it, including wow. readings that we had open to the public so the uh-huh. audience could give feedback about what they read and what they saw. We'll be That's doing great. that in March. And then we try and close out the season with something a little bit fun, and we're going to do Neil yeah. Simon's 
barefoot in the park. Oh, yeah, that's telling you. I am so there. (laughs) That's awesome. And so we have auditions in June, and hopefully, and then I'll, I'll, uh, the directors will all be here, and we'll sort of figure out who's going to do what and how that's going to work out. And, you know, it's fun and exciting, and it's, it's, it's good, hard, playful work. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, which I think you guys can understand. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay to do hard work and have fun at the same time. Absolutely. What is that at, that old thing? If you don't, if you love your job, you don't work. Yeah, yes. yeah. I don't yeah. think that's true. No, <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no, no. But you can it's love work. your job and work. And work. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It's possible to love. I've work. loved many long days and come home thinking I have worked. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just take a moment and uh, have a little sponsor break here and say thank you again to Palmyra Vacation Club for sponsoring this podcast. They're awesome to do that every month. And uh, you guys, the weather's warming up and it's time for you all to start thinking about spending your week here on Hilton Head. And let me tell you, it's going to be a good one. We've had beautiful weather already this year. It's going to be fantastic. So you need to head over to palmairvacationclub.com and check out how vacations are meant to be. I have to say, like this, this is the like fleeting stuff that goes through my head. Sure, Doll's House Part Two. I just like in my own mind like to think that there is no Doll's House Part One. <laughs> you know? Well, so <laughs> that's we're just dropped in the middle of something. Doll's House ends, and it was it was astounding in its day because it it's it was a bit of uh, uh, for lack of a better word, women's liberation. The yeah, the wife Nora leaves her husband, leaves her family, leaves her kid, mm-hmm. and the door slams. Boom. And she's gone. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? And this play takes place, I want to say it's like 25 years later. Oh, wow. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. Edit that out. Around that. Uh, <laughs> years later, and she returns. Okay. And she tells us about her life experience. Yeah. And she has to interact with all the people that she left, including her husband, including her daughter. Mm. Oh, that'll be That good. she just left. But it is riotously funny. Yeah. Oh, right and yeah. Uh, it's great commentary on marriage. It's great commentary on a woman's place in the world, which I think is a very, very important conversation to have right mm. now for yeah, a for litany sure. of totally reasons. Totally agree. Yeah, absolutely. That I'll totally. get on in the next podcast. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, we, um, our daughter, our oldest daughter is, um, much joy to my she heart. A becoming nerd. a theater person. Oh, where did she go to school? So she, Hilton Head uh, Public School. Okay, great. She was just in the Annie Get Your Gun. It was the first. She has loved Broadway and stuff for years, but she finally got up the nerve to get out there and take part and act. And she was in the ensemble. That's awesome. Um, but she is. She totally has the bug now. She's in it. Yeah. So she loves costume design and set design and all that kind of stuff. So I am so excited for her to be able to grow up in this area that has so many opportunities to to witness all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, we're trying to put together intern programs for local high school high school students who yeah. want to see if this is what they want to do. We had two working on the importance of being earnest. Mm-hmm. You know, and the the crazy thing and the amazing thing about the arts mm-hmm. is um, whatever success you have in school as a as a as you are putting your adulthood starting to put adulthood together yes whatever friends you have it you it is often hard to find where your home is yes and that and I remember and I did a lot of things in high school most of which I wasn't particularly good at mm-hmm. but um <laughs> I really was a basketball player and a, a theater person, and basketball was always, ugh. 
Mm-hmm. But theater is where I just felt like I was oh, at home. Yeah, right on. And yes. we had a big fancy gym, and we performed in the cafetorium. Yeah. <laughs> Same. So one home was nicer than the other. <laughs> right. But I you... just, you just, and that's where, you know, that's where friendships were developed. Yeah. That's Absolutely. where, and there are people that I'm friends with today that don't do it anymore. But right. that's where we found our form, our, began to found our form, find our formation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yes. yes. Absolutely. Does that make any grammatical sense whatsoever? It, it does to me. It did Thank, you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's uh, great when parents s- support, because it doesn't mean that they're going to go out and be starving artists necessarily. Right, right. But it does give them a thing to do mm-hmm. while they're figuring out what they want to do. Right. Yeah. And it gives them a safe place to do it. Right. You know? And find their and, people. And, and the find their people, find their tribe. The theater, oh, I've always said the theater is a safe place. It is. It and it's, a, is. it's a place where you can... Be a crazy person. Yeah. And sometimes get paid for it. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Yeah. And there's, it's not just acting. Right. There's so many other things. And in my job, it's, it, it's hard because I am sort of, I have to watch the whole broad swath of everything. Yeah. Uh, so I have to watch budgets. I have to, you know, make sure that every, like if people, I think for the last show, I think we had uh, at one point during tech, we had about 11 people from out of town. Got to find all these people, places to stay. Mm -hmm. But there are times, there are shows that remind you while you're doing it for the reasons of which you were doing it in high school, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And those are incredibly rewarding experiences. And that's why you think, oh, this is why I do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, this is why, uh, you know, you develop a little little family of sorts. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Your people. Your people, your tribe. (laughs) Oh, and it's so good to have one. Well, tell me, where can people find out more? Do you have a website? We do. www.leanensemble.org. Mm-hmm. If anybody who's out there listening wants to audition, we will be holding auditions at Two Park Lane on June 2nd and 3rd. Cool. Anybody and everybody is welcome to come. Okay. Um, and just email me, Blake, at leanensemble.org mm-hmm. if you would like an appointment. Uh, and we also have all the social medias of which mm-hmm. I know nothing about. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Lean them. Ensemble Theater is the handle for all Everything. of them. Well, yeah. we'll make sure to tell That's you correct, right? Them. Handle? Yeah, yes. We'll say yes. Yes. We'll say yes. Yes. I like that. <laughs> Listeners. Well, we'll put it all in the show. That yeah. should be your t-shirt. Hilton Head Podcast. We say yes. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, let's do it. That's fantastic. <laughs> so um, what are your, do you have like memberships? Do you have... We have season subscriptions. There Is we that go. what you mean? We yes. have two different things that you can do. You can okay. go online. And I am of... I'm I'm going to be 40 in like two weeks. Uh, I am of an age where I can't, even though I am a little bit older, plan that far ahead. <laughs> like the uh-huh. idea of buying tickets to anything that goes into May of 2019. That yeah. breaks like, my brain to think about Yeah, it numbers. makes my blood pressure go up. <laughs> But you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So go on the website and you'll see if there at the top playing. season subscriptions. But if you just want to get some tickets but you don't know how to you how you want to use them yet, we right. also have what we call a flex pass oh, okay. package, which is each package is two tickets and you can use them. You can buy as many as you want. You can use them however you want. You okay. can buy five and that can give you ten tickets for the season. You can do ten tickets for the first show. You can do two tickets to five shows, okay. whichever you want to do. So, mm-hmm. And we also have individual tickets. And we also try 
really, really hard because theater, I just bought, <laughs> because I'm turning 40, mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. bought myself and my wife a birthday present to myself. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna we're going to New York on Friday, and we're gonna see Dear Evan Hansen. <gasps> oh wow! Yeah, and Juliana, did you hear that? <laughs> Who? That's my, our daughter. Our daughter. Uh, Juliana? Um, Juliana. 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 Mm-hmm. We're gonna go. We row K seats one and three. Oh my so, gosh. but normally, like I don't I don't pay full price for anything. Right. If I can help it, so I always go to like discount and friends yep. and whatever. But because it is. Because I was in a really good mood last night, <laughs> I went online and spent way more money than I should have. Yeah. Uh, because I do it. make my living in the arts, and I don't have that much money. But so theater can become a very exclusive place. Yes, and we do not want that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have a bunch of discount nights nice. for every single show that we do. We okay. do a young professionals night. We do a teacher appreciation night. Sweet. We do um, student military every night rates. That's fifteen dollars. Oh, wow. um, and we also on the first Sunday matinee we have um, what we call pay what you can with a can. Oh. oh so nice. if you bring in canned goods, okay, you know just go into your pantry and dig out a couple of cans and bring those in. And if you have three dollars in your pocket, okay. that's a ticket to that show. Nice. You can't guarantee like a good seat, right? But if the show's not selling well, you can sit wherever the, the heck you want. <laughs> well done, thank sir. you. Well done, thank you. Um, <laughs> so we are efforting. Yeah. And if you want to pay forty dollars for a ticket and you want to pick your seat and you want to sit wherever you want, you do are it. more than encouraged to do that. Yes, yes, thank you. And if you want to give us a huge donation, I will make every effort to make sure that whatever seat you want, you get. Yes. But if you don't have, because I think forty dollars is a lot of money. Yeah. yeah, you know, it it's yeah. and and it's a lot of money to me. It's a lot of money to me too. Yeah. And uh <laughs> and also if you've got kids, right. there's two of you and you've got kids and maybe someone needs to watch those kids, mm-hmm. suddenly that's almost a and you maybe want to get a piece of pizza first. That can mm-hmm. that's approaching a $200 night, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So we try really hard to make sure that there are ways for people to get to come see the show. I love however it. they fantastic. they can do it because the theater is was not it was created for the common folk. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you know, Shakespeare was a, an ordinary man, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and people that went to see it, they went because they didn't have anything else to do. Yeah. Um, just down, stand down there in the pit. Just stand there and, and watch. Mm-hmm. And um, so we try to pay our bills and we try to give any anybody and everybody an opportunity to see the show. Uh-huh. Uh, and the problem is, and why I'm glad to be sitting here, the problem is getting, like, letting people know. Yes. So I promise you. I'm going to make sure we list that in all the show notes. If you are listening to this and you can't afford a $40 ticket, there are ways Ways that you can do do it. it. Absolutely. And then we take the canned goods to the Deepwell Project. Oh, excellent. Excellent. So we, again, try and work with as many people as we can. uh, Because if we don't, you know, if if our community doesn't support, support each other, what are we doing here, right? Right. We're yeah. already a sort of transient community as it is yeah. because half the homes sit empty for a third of the year. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. But our community does take care of one another. It's yes. pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty and, and, the, and the more we do, the better off we'll, we'll be. Absolutely. You know? So it's, uh, it's, it's cool. Yeah. Awesome. You know? Well, Blake, thank you so much for coming in and sharing with us. I am so excited 
about the things coming up in your next season. It's a good time um, to be alive. It, it, what a <laughs> wondrous time to be alive. Uh, I do want to say there is another podcast yes. called, oh gosh, uh, I think it's called The Nervous Record. Okay. That uh, people should check out. It is by my friends Leah Wyman and Amanda Sox, and it's charming and delightful. All so, right. because we're in a podcasting world, yes, that's a we want to share we the love. love. We love to we share. love podcasts. Yeah, talk about other podcasts. All right, so. we'll have we'll have a link to that in yeah, our notes we'll as well. And I'm going to check that podcast out because there you go. I, I, it, it has to do with anxiety, I believe, oh. and, and dealing with anxiety on a daily basis with a sense of humor. Nice. Okay, this is well, that could be very helpful. Well, for some uh, of us. well. Named for Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's a real for me. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you again, listeners. We are going to put all of that information, and I'm going to be real specific and put all of the information about the discounts. Mm-hmm. Teachers, come on. We're always looking for a good discount. That's a big discount, teachers. too. That's $15 off your ticket. Woo! Nice. Teach those kids. Yeah. Teach them. Teach, Teach them theater. Teach them well. That's right. And let them leave. Let there them you go. Away. Thank you for That's catching right. on to that. Yes. That's awesome. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> listeners, you want to make sure when you are here on vacation, if you're a vacationer, and if you live here, have you not been? Now is the time to go in October because that made a lot of sense. Yeah, now, so is now is not October. Now is not October, but in October, you need to get then your ticket now. and get out there. When will now be then? Soon. <laughs> Soon. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Blake, thank you so much for coming in and being on the podcast.